And we're live. Welcome, everybody. This is the Reality Czars podcast, and I'm your only host tonight, Nate. I think Tony's still at work. I am very stoked, man. I got the strange brews here. Brother, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, yeah, this is the first on? time on, so why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and where they can find it? Okay, we're uh, we're Strange Brew Podcast. I'm a host of about, I guess you could say four, if you count Juan from the Juan I'm on podcast, he jumps on. But usually it's me, Anton, and Billy, and we've been doing this for a bit now. Uh, we do a podcast all about everything strange, like literally from conspiracies to the paranormal to true crimes, serial killers, everything that's strange we like to cover, and we do it in a dark, humored fashion, kind of make dark subjects lighter and we just we drink beer we smoke up and the point is just kind of have fun smoke a bowl with us drink a beer and enjoy yourself listening to us talk about all sorts of different topics and i'll go into it i'm always the believer and then fucking my buddy billy i've known for my most of my life is a skeptic he always jokes how when i was like literally like this is about 12 years ago like telling me like we're working together i'm like you know the reptilians man they're gonna they're gonna come down and hunt you and shit like that like i was always fucking with him about the reptilian stuff so he knows me very well on uh, that so he tries to be a skeptic is he on board with the reptilians yet i feel like he is he just doesn't want to admit it yeah. Like we've been doing the show for a while. We've talked about like tons of like UFO encounters. Um, you know what I mean? Like abduction cases. We did Barney and Betty Hill. We've done like some strange cases. And um, so he, but he, he's, he used to be, I feel like life made him jaded. I love Billy because he's like, he used to be like, oh yeah, like this is possible. And now lately he's just working in, in the grind. And now he's like so much more of a skeptic once you get in that, you know, that work life. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I think that, yeah, if you don't start accepting some of this, like, I don't, I don't know what it is, man. I think there's a power to accepting it, and I think that it's a little scary and blackpilling at first, yeah. but then you fucking realize just how fucking powerful we are. And if you really realize this shit, and, like, there's ways that you can, like, oppose it, and you can fight it, and then you kind of, yeah. then you, then it's like a fucking circle, man, and you fucking get white-pilled all over again. No, 100%. And, like, it's just we, – we even did Bohemian Grove, and he probably won't give a shit I said this, but we, like, argued halfway through. It had to be cut and stuff like that because we were talking about, like, Trudeau and the government, and we kind of argued back and forth because I'm from Canada, and right now it's a really shitty uh, country and everything like that with the way they're they're running the show. Um, <laughs> honestly, give me three minutes. I locked my girlfriend out of the house. Oh, no worries, dude. All right. So in the meantime, before he gets back, uh, last weekend, we finished our filming. Well, finished the the on ground filming for uh, the Bigfoot documentary. It's going to be dope as shit, man. So shout out to Ben. Uh, Ben's my partner in that. He was doing the cinematography and he was also in the documentary. It was cool as shit, man. We got to go to like the absolute middle of nowhere. And uh, I got to bring my 15 year old son with me and he got to like hunt Bigfoot with me. It was fucking awesome. Uh, I'm not going to tell you guys yet if we found him or not or how much footage we got. But uh, so just I'm teasing you guys. But it was fucking dope. And I'm glad we did it. I'm back. <laughs> You're good, man. We, I was just talking about my Bigfoot documentary. I did not realize I locked the door on her. <laughs> so, like, that was not good. Yeah, so like, I don't know. Yeah, my but like my like people are scared. Like, there's lots of people that are skeptics out there, and maybe don't see through the bullshit. Like, I read a lot of books and everything like that. He 
he doesn't, but we we're like, we've been friends forever. So we've had those arguments where it's just like, he sees one way I see the other. And then we kind of shake our hands and disagree. Like, you know, agree to disagree kind of shit. Right. How much of a skeptic is he? Is he like a fucking, is he a blue pilled like libtard or is he like, no, no, he doesn't okay. really like the government. <laughs> no, no. He's like, a. have known this kid forever. He's a good dude. And, um, he doesn't really give a shit. That's his whole thing is like, I don't care. Like whatever, like it is what it is kind of shit. And he's just busy trying to make the dollar and the paper. And, uh, you know, that's all like it is to him because he thinks that he can achieve something in life dude, by I, doing it. It's easier <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, I mean, th this whole system is fucked, dude. I used to be such a fucking capitalist and I am in a way like I'm still a market anarchist. Like I, yeah. I'm still all like free fucking market. But like I have now just like no, I don't fucking defend capitalism anymore just because this croniest fucking system that we're in. And yeah. it's just like we're literal debt slaves. That's that's no, exactly that's, what the fuck exactly we are. It's it a system they put us in. It's a literal it's like it's we're in a free range prison. Right. Yeah. Now. And I feel like I've I've uh, fucking a pretty big TikTok account like what is that? It has almost like 30,000 um, people subscribed. Then I got the podcast one that does fairly well, but I just, I rant at people and I talk about the government and all sorts of shit. And like, I did one where this guy's like, you guys just did the freedom convoy. Cause you're mad at Trudeau because you hate Trudeau. And then I was like, I did it like a stitch video. I was like, you're fucking damn right. I was like, do you understand the system yet, buddy? It's a fucking pyramid and we're at the bottom. I was like, that's how it goes. And there's government systems that want to keep you in a slave mind debt like my mindset of just like consumerism consume what's that work by consume die it's literally Can you what fucking imagine being a fucking faggot that's like a big like simp for trudeau like oh, like so what weird. do you think these people are for you like do you think that he like cares about you like i i actually i've talked to a couple states like even my fucking sister because she voted for joe biden and shit like that she is <laughs> no but he cares about me like, you can't even are fucking you walk fucking? <laughs> it's the biggest like Stockholm syndrome bullshit. I'm like, he doesn't know who you are. If you're not an eight year old with like a fucking sweet hole, he doesn't give a shit about you. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. And then even that thing, he just sees it as an object. He wants to fuck it, kill it, drink its blood, and throw it away. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, like these pieces of shit don't give a fuck about you. They are predator class. They're fucking 100%. reptiles. They're fucking pieces of They're shit. Parasites. And like, fuck that's them. What they, are. they need to be okay. This is for entertainment purposes only. They need to be executed <laughs> publicly and we can fucking dance in their blood. Well, that's I've always said that shit, right? Fucking treason. You used to hang people on trees for half the shit that Trudeau's done. I always joke. There's like put them Make in a politicians scared again. Yeah, throw him in a catapult. And I, I did a, a video. I was like, it was a quick one, just because like I was like, I feel like nobody gets this. But I was like, the government shouldn't be afraid of uh, the government. Should be afraid of the people. The people shouldn't be afraid of the government. I was like, if you don't know that yet, like, what is wrong with you? We have the power. We are the ones that essentially have the numbers and can say, hey, fuck you. Like, you know, we didn't vote for Klaus Schwab, and look at that guy. 100%, dude. I mean, people just need to think about what the fuck the government is. It's just a group of fucking people that claim to have a right to rule over you. It's yeah, just, rich it's, people. They're it's not, yeah, they're not fucking smarter than you. They're not fucking better than you. They're just a group of folks that decided a hell of a long time ago that they were the ruling class, and they're cunts. It stayed they all fuck system. each other. Yeah. They all fuck each other. They're all inbred. They're all fucking retarded. They're all yeah. pieces of shit.
I believe that, and it's all like the, you know they have the whole like I did like video too. What I was talking about is like you know what like the queen and right. So I was like, why do we still have royalty? Why do we still have royal families in this modern day age? I was like, nobody's better than you because of their fucking blood because they realistically think it's connected to like Jesus. But I believe it's really like the thirteen Illuminati bloodlines that like uh, Fritz Springer. Well, they might be related to Jesus. I don't know. They they fucking they certainly claim it, man. Back to like the Merovingian bloodline and past that and like they they claim to be fucking related to jesus and they i don't know i mean that's that whole claim too by uh that's that whole claim too by uh sorry i, I keep people fucking keep blowing my phone up uh <laughs> and i get distracted i have adhd uh so like those those pieces of shit like so like uh what like the mystery uh, mystery babylon school all those like fucking illuminati fucking uh yeah. knights templar motherfuckers that, like they claim that um cup that jesus drank out of the holy grail oh, is yeah. is actually jesus's bloodline that they've yes. been protecting I've heard right that so too. i i think about that shit and like that's supposedly what they're fucking protecting this fucking bloodline and i i don't know dog i mean maybe they are maybe they're actually related to jesus see and that what do you think about jesus because i've always subscribed to at least and i i differ on my opinions and stuff like that and uh, if you i want to get into maybe a talk about psychedelics if you're interested because i started consuming yeah. mushrooms all the fucking time but uh because yeah. it changes your mindset but the thing is i've always said that i believe jesus is just a recycled story but there is could be some truth to it but i was like you know like People like Horus in the Egyptian times was like born of a virgin, could do miracles. It's like the mm -hmm. same story recycled. Yeah, you can he go back to Nebuchadnezzar. You can go back to Jupiter. Jupiter has that yeah. same story. It's this, yeah, it's this fucking story. I mean, I myself, I'm a Christian. Uh, I'm a Christ follower. That's what I call myself. So I don't even yeah. like to use the word Christian as far as like, so I think Jesus was a great dude. I think yeah. Jesus was like, uh, I think that he was a real person. I yeah. I think that uh, that his teachings and his philosophy were about love and about like yeah, connecting with people and like like he sat down with like prostitutes and fucking tax collectors and he sat down with like the worst of the worst and he healed people and he was actually opposing the religious system like if you go back and you actually read the bible he was like fighting with the pharisees and he was fighting with the government like he was he was an anarchist jesus yeah. was an anarchist well, and so like our yeah, whole mantra i'm a christian anarchist we say no yeah. king but christ like oh, I man. happen to be in America, but like my allegiance goes to the kingdom of God. Like that's my allegiance. And so I am a, an ambassador in any country that I am. I serve him and I serve his kingdom and I don't serve the one that I'm in. I think that so like the Christ I think arguably America is Babylon. Yeah. The new well, I, reincarnation I of Babylon. Mean. Yeah. It, it seems like it's about to fall. Because yeah. everything, like the, you know, everything's coming, kind of going down, and like that's interesting, right? Because I, I, I believe somewhat in the Christ consciousness and how you can reach that higher level of like being and status, so to speak, and stuff like that. It is, it is pretty interesting because, like, I know a lot. Like, I, I like uh, my aunt; she's Jamaican. She's like super Christian. Um, same with my one of my uncles, super, super Christian. And the thing is, I, I think that at the soul and heart of it. That yeah, Jesus could have been real, could have been a uh, like a just a good dude that just really wanted to help people, right? And that's kind of where his message spread. Uh, but I think that religion in general, uh, in my opinion, people won't think this it's cancerous, it's like, dude. It is, yeah. and you know, kill it. Like there's a Beast thirteen thirty three line. This rapper that's like incredibly smart and super underground doesn't show his face on like any tracks or doesn't like doesn't do music videos and he makes enough money. This guy's like crazy nuts when it comes to knowledge, and he like talks about how it's kind of like how more religion has killed more people than cancer and all this shit. And it's just like 
because of the wars it starts with division. And not everyone will so, agree to this, but I, I don't think necessarily. It's when the state gets involved. So yes, to me, they, it's they, it's that merger of, and so that's what I'm vehemently vehemently against. Like I yeah. don't want a connection between the church and the state. No, because I think that like the church is about love and about community, about taking care of each yeah. other. Like my church, like when my wife got pregnant, like they did like a little fucking like party for us. Everyone fed us. They all like put a bunch of money in a hat. Like it went around. Like we have just like a sweet kind community that takes care of each no, other. I agree. That's what a church is. That's what like, like I'm actually, I'm preaching at my church on Saturday. Like we, we go to church on Saturday and yeah. uh, like, I've got a sermon that I'm, I'm going to work on after I get off this. So I'm going to say a bunch of crazy new world order bullshit, cuss a bunch, drink some beers. And then I'm going to write that's, a sermon, get ready for church. That's so. fucking sick though. Because like, I respect that so much, right? Not because I don't subscribe to religion and we, we joke about it in the podcast. We, when we did a reptilian episode, it kept coming up and I was like, Billy, cause it's Billy, me and Anton. I was like, this is not a religious episode just for the fact of that. I believe that the reptilians, if they exist, might have created it to divide and conquer at least the many religions that we have, because people are constantly fighting and warring with each other over what they believe. But my, like, so I have family that's super Christian and I've went to their church and it's fucking awesome. Everyone's like super loving. They have like a dope ass band. Everyone's like really cool. And they like respect each other. And during the freedom convoy stuff, and a lot of people that support all the stuff that I say in my videos and stuff like that are usually Christian and people that have faith in God and Jesus. And they want like peace and love in their countries and have nobody fighting. And they uh, more times, if not, especially when it comes to like Christianity, they don't care what religion you subscribe to. They're just there to love you and make sure you try to go down the right path. At least from what I've man. witnessed. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's what I've witnessed too. It's, it's honestly, it's like, to me, Christianity got hijacked by uh, what's his name, Constantine, when he fucking made oh, yeah. it the state religion. You yeah. know, he was a sun yeah. worshiper. He was in the mystery schools. Like he was, he worshiped like uh, Mithras and stuff like that. And then he hijacked Christianity and he made it the state religion. And so then he oh, tied yeah, in a bunch of pagan shit into the religion and like made it part of like the dogma and things like yeah, that. Look like, at it. like the whole Pope, the whole worship of mother Mary, that's all fucking horseshit. That's not biblical mm. at all. Like she was a person. Like we should respect her. Like she gave birth to the baby, what's, you know, baby Jesus. What's that but certain like, religion that really believes in Mary? Is that that's Catholicism, dog? That is like because I feel like there wasn't it not maybe Protestant. I, there's they some, are very anti-worshiping Mary. Is it? Yeah, is it, it's Catholic, is it dog. It's Catholics so hardcore. So yeah, like, it's it's yeah. it's interesting, dude. Because I mean, the, he was worshiping like ISIS and shit. You know what I mean? He was yeah. like, that's what it is. It's like it's like taking those old religions and like tying them onto that. Well, it's just like sprinkling everything in. Look at Christmas and Halloween and every other fucking holiday. It's and all that, based that shit's pagan as fuck. Yeah, it is. They took it from pagans. All of it. So I'm not one of those crazy Christians. Like I, I get it, but like I'm not one of those that like I get that there's like a bunch of paganism tied to like having a Christmas tree in your house and shit. Like yeah. like. And, and like the Yule Tide, and all that. like, dude, I was listening to somebody today, and he was talking about like throwing the Yule log on the fucking fire when <laughs> was actually like tossing your baby on a fucking like flamed a Moloch or ball yeah. or something. Like, I was like, God, you know, I didn't know that. You know, it's it's it hardcore, deep. man. But it, to me, it's about it's about intention. It's like yeah, if I'm just like if I'm like hanging out with my family, we have a Christmas tree. We're here for like community. We're here for family. We're like celebrating traditions. Like yep. it's, I'm not worshiping that tree. That tree is not there as an idol to me. You're like, you know, cause back in the Bible, it even says something like, you know, there's some believers that says like, 
I can even eat meat sacrificed to another God. It's just, maybe I shouldn't do it in front of this guy. Cause like, it says like your homie over here, yeah. it's like, that might be hard for him to do because like, he might see it that way. And so like, he can't do it. So like it even says in the Bible, don't eat the meat in front of him then. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if it's okay know, for you, that. then it's fine. Because it's like, to me, that's, I'm not worshiping an idol if I'm eating that meat or no, if I, I have that, a Christmas tree. The thing is, the history behind everything is weird, right? Most of it is about fertility, in my opinion. Like, mm -hmm. we did a whole history of Easter episode, right? And it's just 100%. like... It, Easter it's is definitely about fertility. Yeah, that's like, fuck yeah. like a jackrabbit. It's all about fertility, same with the evergreen. But I'm like a fucking huge fan of Halloween. I just love shit that's dark, scary, and macabre. Dude, Horror movies have everywhere. you done an episode on, like, uh, is it Samhain? Is that how you pronounce yeah, it? Yeah, we like Samhain or... I think we'll go back because it was at the very beginning of the podcast when we were first kind of getting starting, and we're doing some like we call it Strange Brew redo. We're at the very I'll do some research on that shit too, dude. Yeah, throw me in on that. I want to yeah. fucking I want I want to hear that shit. It's fucking yeah, interesting. Like definitely, we should chat on doing that maybe next year because like we're, like we're booked now because like I'm trying to like I love doing the Halloween stuff. So we have all these like you know like dark and crazy episodes. We have uh, a two parter coming up about fucking sexual ghost encounters, and it's fucking. I love Hilarious. that's awesome dude it's fucking hilarious dude that's so fucked uh i, I mean because how much of that is just actually like actual repressed memories of your yeah. uncle fucking you yeah you know what i mean sure, it's so sure. fucked up dog For like because sure. yeah i mean i think it was i think it was andy rouse that was telling me because i i didn't listen to the podcast back in the day but i get have you ever heard a last podcast on the left yeah yeah those dudes are yeah. pretty chill yeah like I, their show is still entertaining. They fucking went super blue pilled. And, like they used to be, they used to be pretty fucking tight, dude. They used to be pretty good. Yep. <laughs> and then they turned into fucking losers. But hundred percent. I mean, uh, their opinions are pretty shitty. Yeah. Uh, but he was telling me they used to play a game. It was called something like, it was like Alien Invasion. Oh, Ghost, Ghost Molester. Yeah. Yeah. Or Molester. I was like. Alien. Well, shit dude that's so fucking funny that's such a fucking great bit it fucking i mean it's funny. fucked up but it's, it's hilarious it's funny we bit someone called us when we were like went live on like facebook like the low budget last podcast on the left and i was like motherfucker my butt like some of my co-hosts don't even know what that show is billy has no idea what the show is never listened to it so it's just like because what it, it, people get like that when you do a similar style show because we're dark comedy and we also talk about everything strange from like everything and i was like do you know how many shows are are like that like we're gonna probably jump on those conspiracy guys soon like there's so many shows that generally do and everyone's different and it's all po different points of views yeah my buddy's uh, legit, the legit bat podcast hooked me or turned me on to mysterious mm. universe have you ever heard, listened to that show mysterious universe. oh yeah. I, yeah i actually subscribed to their um archives and stuff like that Dude, they're fantastic I fucking love that shit. And it's just two fucking Australian guys just like reading a book, doing re deep research and then talking about it. And dude, yeah. they're fucking great. No, it's dude. weird. I haven't ever listened to the show, but I subscribe um, to dude, like the articles. Do yourself a favor. Oh, they fuck, are yeah. fucking great, dude. I'm definitely going to check it out because their articles are super interesting. And we've, I think, used like one article during like a big episode. And I've shouted them out saying like this, like go to this website, go check out their stuff because they do a lot of good content in general where they and they have like different writers doing different things for like the at least the website and the archives of all like their um i guess all the things um what the fuck word is that like a blog it's not even like it's like kind of like a yeah. blog but not really it's well shout out to joe and jen they're fucking awesome i love those guys oh, yeah. 
Okay. Um, have you? So I uh, oh, fuck. I had a question earlier. Oh, what do you think of like? <laughs> what do you think of ghosts? I've also I smoked like a fucking joint and shit. I don't um, believe in ghosts, dude. Well, here's the thing. I don't know. So here's the thing with interdimensionality. I don't think that it's like us. I don't think it's like like my grandma dies and she's still here. I think that there's like demons and weird shit around us. Like I think that or demons, demons, like spirits, angels, weird kind of shit. But I don't know if it's necessarily us. I like personally I subscribe to like reincarnation sort of like I think that we just kind of get fucking tossed back into the mix yeah. and I don't think that we're like hanging around but you should you should try I should do you. more research on it yeah. like I'm not the, I'm not the expert on ghosts so you should try uh, a book called The Law of One. You can listen to it and read it. It's really phenomenal. It's really good. If you know a guy named David Wilcock, he takes a lot of info and his opinions and stuff like that from that original writing. It's really interesting. It's a woman. She channels this being, has no idea that she's channeling this being. Um, she has no comprehension afterwards, and they write it down. Supposedly it's raw, the same raw from Egyptian times. It's pretty fucking interesting, but the whole message is to live by each other's like, happiness, not by your misery. Uh, it's all about service to others, not service to self much like the bible and stuff teaches it's really interesting um but like i've been playing with ouija boards like i have my fucking one of my boards like behind the thing like i i've messed around with a lot of this shit for a long time since i was like very young and at the beginning we thought we were like calling upon certain people and like you know people are dead like harold houdini supposedly told us a joke like i was there we don't know if was it, it was harold funny houdini. It was fucking stupid. <laughs> it was so bad. I can still remember. Did you it. tell him? Like, did you write back? You suck. It was so. We're all punk kids, right? We're all like, like literally, like punk kids wearing plaid and like rip fucking ripped shirts, rancid shirts, all that stuff. And then so we like we asked him to tell us a joke, and he's like, "How did the punk cross the road?" And we're like, what? And he's like, he was stapled to the chicken. And it was so bad that none of us have ever heard that joke where it's like, because punks have stuff in their face and like piercings and, and fucking just like plaid, like button up shirts and stuff like that. It was such a strange joke that we're like, who he thought fuck? he was going to kill too. He it, was it was so bad, but I've maybe, I mean, that actually time. lends more credibility. He's like a boomer trying to tell a yeah. fucking joke. <laughs> yeah, he's like, like, he's telling dad jokes and shit. Movie. It's like, what? <laughs> No, it's funny because like, so I've always been into like the paranormal, like I guess you could say the occult stuff. Like my grandma gave me my, I have three Ouija boards and my grandma gave me my first one when I was like 11 or 12. And we just got like really into this shit. And like, we got like obsessed. They were playing, using the Ouija board all the time. Okay. And then I thought it was just people that are dead. Right. And then when I, I go, I, my, I talked to my uh, aunt that's Jamaican and Christian. And she said she used the Ouija board in Jamaica, got obsessed with it. Right. Just like got freaked herself out. She wouldn't eat, wouldn't sleep. Um, and, and she's super religious. So she was like, I shouldn't have done that type of stuff. She's like, never use it by yourself. So I'm like 16. I go home. I start using it by myself. I'm like drinking while like playing the Ouija board and shit. And, and, and it starts telling me stuff when I start learning about like aliens and the reptilians and all this weird shit when I was super young. Um, it starts telling me that like, I, you may not be talking to something that's, a, that's dead. And then it's just like, uh, we're actually just on the fringes of your eyesight. Tell me shit like that. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? And like, it, it could be my own did. subconscious. It could be my own subconscious. Who knows, right? Just try. Yeah, to- I mean, there's that's that whole fucking thing. It's like, I mean, you talk to, I mean, Einstein would say things like, "There can absolutely never be uh, like a fucking experiment." What the fuck does he say? Anyways, because like, just even the fact of like you watching something affects the outcome of yeah. an experiment and things like that. So, I mean, yeah, I'm definitely one of those people that we manifest things like in our life, like, yeah, for sure. And so, I don't, I have no idea, but 
maybe i don't know maybe it some is, fucking crazy weird. demon was talking to you i know and that's what i was thinking too because it was like telling me like all this crazy shit like my mom's a reptilian and stuff but it was like like beyond fucking weird shit and the thing is too like who knows my own subconscious but i felt my fucking hands like being pulled by something and they and all the you connects all that weird shit, like dowsing rods and something like how they can find water and it's just like these strange tools of like well then it also things. comes down to like does it matter like if it is your subconscious or if it is a ghost, you're still like you're pulling shit out that like that's out of your subconscious. You know what I yeah, mean? Like it's fucking weird, dude. It is yeah, it's wild. It is fairly strange. And that's funny because we're actually for our Halloween special. I was like, fuck it. Let's do the Ouija board. And then my buddy <laughs> Billy keeps Billy keeps wanting to use it. He's like, let's fucking use the Ouija board. And I'm like, no, not here. Okay. I live in a pretty <laughs> old house. And then we just moved to like last year. I was like, not here. But I'm going to make a thing, I think, for the Patreon. and be like, if you guys want to see this, you have to pay for it. And I'll go to, I'm going to go to Billy's house. So I'm like, we're going to do it here. So if your fucking place actually gets haunted, I'm not here while you're sleeping. Dude, you <laughs> should go to one of those like fucking internment camp schools that they Fuck. put the Indian kids in. You know how crazy I, I would love they to go. All the we talked about kids. doing that. It's like going ghost hunting and like I have some ghost hunting equipment like the spirit box and like the, the green lights that it breaks the shadow. And I never really put them to use but I think it would just be fun even if you're just scaring yourself and having some fun like yeah, it's the joy of being scared without maybe getting murdered by a serial killer. Like yeah, you can control it to an extent. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm not like the ghost expert, but like, I just, I actually just finished up wrapping up uh, some filming with my buddy. We just did a Bigfoot documentary and he wants to do That's one on the sick. paranormal next. Well, actually, I think we're first going to go to uh, like Mount Adams. If you know where that is, uh, you don't Sounds because you're not, familiar. but Mount Adams is in Washington. It was the first place that had UFO uh, sightings that in the United familiar. States. Like it was, I think it was from like Mount Hood to Mount Adams. They saw these fucking, these flying saucers. And that was like the first day, right? UFO. Yeah. And so we're going to go to Mount Adams and we're going to do some like, uh, like alien UFO th- doc. And then the third one we're going to do, we're going to do one on ghosts and shit. Cause like we're at like uh, where the Oregon trail ends and there's like, yeah. some, like some of the oldest fucking uh, graveyards in the country. Like these pit, like, uh, what the fuck were they called? I just had it on my head. Uh, anyways, those assholes that like, <laughs> uh, anyways, so we're going to go do like some old ass, like graveyards and shit. And we're going to do like a ghost dock. And so that's going to be fun. Try. You can get them fairly cheap. Try getting a ghost box just for the fuck of it, for the dock. Like it scans. I think he has a bunch of shit. Yeah, it scans through radio frequency is extremely fast. So it, it goes like uh, a radio station per second. So it's supposedly impossible for it to carry on past a second. So I've used it only once or twice. And I was like, can you say my name? Like, just say my name. And it said, Thomas. And then like one female voice. And then like a second later said in the exact female voice. And it tripped me out. I was like, what the f-? I got, got chills down my spine. Cause I was like, either this it's, you know, it's random and this has just happened but like I'm a believer that everything happens for a reason, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like I, it was. Yeah, I don't believe in coincidences. So. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, it's uh, you don't. You said or do? I don't believe in coincidences. No, me either. Me yeah. and Anton always have this fucking argument where he believes in coincidences and I don't at all. So we're always like, and that's what's good, right? It's good to have that kind of. Um, all of us are different on Strange Brew. Like, even when Juan jumps on, he's got different points of view. He's more on my side of a believer and stuff like that. But we're all kind of different. So we all have these different fucking points of views. And 
Billy's just like the real world man, the guy that's just in the thick of it. And Anton is also like super in the paranormal stuff. So we kind of are able to have like a good dispute of all this different shit because we all believe different things. Like, and I, and that's why I give credence to like, you know, I'm not Christian, but I respect you that you are, you know what I mean? Like, I think people need to learn to live with more respect for each other. And like the whole thing of mind your own fucking business and love. Yeah, every- 100%, man. And I think that everybody has a piece of the puzzle. You know what I mean? Like somebody was, ex- I don't remember who that was, but they were like explaining, uh, maybe that was- I don't remember who the fuck I was talking to. I talk, I have too many interviews, but yeah. like if everybody has a fucking piece of the puzzle and we're all trying to fucking put it together in this giant fucking, this giant fucking thing. And so it's like the more that we can connect, the more that we can like, like talk to one another and communicate and like yeah. not fight. Like we can fucking start putting pieces together. This whole thing of divide and conquer, even the government, what they did with the pandemic, that's proof enough. And I believe that people are waking up. Like I, I see it. I've seen it more than I've ever saw in my life. And I'm with someone that's, I've been talking about this shit for 12, 13 years to be like, yeah, the government's not fucking good. They don't. See, and I love George Carlin. What's too, cool, so. man, is like, yeah, I love George Carlin. But like, what's cool, man, is that you guys got cracked on, like cracked down so hard, which it sucks. But like, it creates like a fucking actual, like, uh, like a natural groundswell. Like people are like ready to fucking rebel. And they see how big a fucking cunt Trudeau is. He's such a fucking loser faggot. Like pedophile, people, are, man. people are actually seeing that shit. Like they're finally fucking starting to notice. But like, in America, they fucking lightened up every restriction. Like the CDC just lowered the restrictions even further. They're not even like recommending six feet distance anymore and shit. Like, and Americans are still too fat and happy, so they're just like passive and kind of, they're losers. I agree, and the thing is, like that Canadians are like pushing back more and starting to stand up. Where in America, I feel like they I try didn't to think keep you guys, guys had it in you. Yeah, I know. I didn't either, man. <laughs> I, and I went to a lot of the protests. There was like massive ones in Toronto. And like, I wish I could have made it out to Ottawa. Like, I had buddies that went. And they said it was amazing. Like, everyone's just like having a fucking dance party, hating the government. Like, and just like being like, fuck you, we're here to stay. See, and then my problem with the conservatives down. like that, like, is that they're like, yeah, fuck the government. And then they're going to get their guy in and they're like, we love the government. It's the same yes. thing with our side, too. It's like, the government is the problem, dude. The problem is the gun in the room. It's it's the fucking ring. It's the ring of Sauron. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's the same with our side. It's like, so like fucking, if Trump gets in again, then people are going to love the government again. And yeah. they're going to be like, he's our savior. And we're going to worship him. And then he'll do, he'll do things. Like he'll pass some gun control. And they'll be like, well, it's all part of the plan. We just got to trust Exactly. Him. You know? And- no, you're you're so correct because we have everyone wants this guy Pierre Pol- Poliev. Um, he's like the next runner. He, everyone thinks he's gonna win. He speaks really well, but then he's like he was part of the World Economic Forum up until 2021, uh, and then people ask him questions. He's like, we don't know why we're on that. People have asked him questions and filmed on for TikTok, and she's like, he, he's like he, he doesn't know how to answer. He's like, well, we don't know why we're on that. And he's like, you don't though, you don't. And then you can look it on the internet, the way way back machine or whatever, and you can see that he was on there. And then it's just like people are all going for this well-spoken guy that says, I'm going to make Canada as free uh, as ever before, just like Trump's whole fucking bullshit. But yeah. meanwhile. Meanwhile, there's this guy named Roman Babber who's from Toronto, who was an immigrant, who's super. He was super against all the lockdowns, everything from the very beginning. Got kicked out of uh, Doug Ford's caucus in Ontario, and he's the guy that should be the leader. But it, they're persuading and grooming this fucking new dude because it's that's. What, I don't believe in any. Well, government system. that's the alien dialectic, Doug. They're going to give you the choice between asshole and turd sandwich. They're never yes. going to give you the fucking like. It's the thing. It's like the whole thing with like back in 2012, 2008 like 
Ron Paul, dude. We wanted goddamn Ron Paul. We actually wanted fucking freedom. And like, like, what Ron did we Paul. get? We're going to get washed over like Ron Paul. Like people try to compare Donald Trump to Ron Paul. And I'm like, fuck you. No, no. Like, I fuck like Ron you. Paul a lot. And Ron Paul's got, like, he started to do, like, he said some shit. He's coming out there. And I, I respect he's it. But bitch. Ron Paul, yeah, I know. I, there's something about him. I'm like, man, like, you didn't, you didn't um, hold the he weight. He hard, dog. Yeah. yeah that's he what I'm he saying. had, like, he was given the mantle. Like, he, yeah. like, the fallen king, Ron Paul, like, he had an entire movement around him, dude. He had young people that would have fucking thrown themselves on a fire for him, man. You know what I mean? Like, people were so yeah. hot. They were ready to fucking fight and take down the system. And they were like, okay, well, Ron Paul's getting old as shit. All right, Rand Paul, you're a fucking doctor too. You're fucking smart. You're in fucking you're in the Senate. Like, are you gonna fucking do this? Are you our hero? And he's like, I'm gonna be a cunt. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? It, and yeah, I, I agree because he like, sucked I, up I to the establishment. Like but what here's you, the thing is like when yeah. you suck up to the establishment like that, but you're still an outsider. Like he's still an outsider, but he's he had to like kiss the ring. And it's like, so you lost all the hardcore <laughs> following, right? Okay, and then, sure. but you're still an outsider. So like the, like the establishment is never going to accept you and bring you into the fold. So like yeah. he just lost everybody. He decided to be milk toast instead of fucking radical. You know what I what mean? What do you think like, of uh, Robert Kennedy Jr.? Uh, is that the homie that wrote the books and shit? Like he's still around. Okay. He's yeah. not the dead dude that everyone says is alive. That Q's all thinking that he's yeah, still alive. No. <laughs> okay. So, so fucking retarded. Yeah. Um, I think that he's an interesting cat. I think he's an interesting cat. I think that he, he might be a giant limited hangout. You know what I mean? But yeah. like, uh, he, dude, he's attacking the, all the right people. Like he's attacking. Yeah, fucking I, Fauci I'm and, listening to his book on and off the real Anthony Fauci. And he gives you like straight up like facts about the big pharma and the stuff that's yeah. going on. And like tells it to you straight. I like, want to think hey. that he's a real person. I want to fucking respect. I him. liked his father. Yeah. Like other than there's, there's ties that supposedly his dad had to, um, supposedly, uh, I think it was called Edgewoods. I think I know, wait, uh, Falsewoods. And, um, so Robert, Kennedy, the like original Robert Kennedy, uh, John Kennedy's brother. Supposedly he did all this thing. There's a really good doc on Netflix that shows how caring of a person Robert Kennedy was. But then there's supposedly conspiracies, which are often true, that he they started implementing. Which one like, killed the chick? Well, yeah, yeah, that fucking they they're okay. The Kennedy Is that family. Him? Fucking um, no, uh, he okay. not. He's not the one that no, that was the other guy. Uh okay. the, the other Kennedy, because they have the fucking curse. But Robert Kennedy, like supposedly he had connections to Falsewoods, would have been would have been like, we're gonna create school shootings to implement gun laws to get people to give up their guns. And I was like, and he is like yeah, have always been interesting to me, man, because like they were they were technically outsiders. They were fucking yeah. out of the establishment because like they were like fucking Irish mafia, dude. And they fucking their made their money. Fuck, yeah, yeah I, I mean, they were Irish mafia. They fucking yeah. made their money uh, like fucking selling booze back in Prohibition time and yeah. like literally became like like gangsters dude and like established themselves as like legitimate and like forced their way into like the, what do you call those motherfuckers? What do they call them? Uh, the wasp elite, like oh, even yeah, though they weren't yeah, supposed yeah. to be. For right. Sure, and so sure. they got in there. And so like, they were, they're always these weird outsiders, but they, they were rich and powerful enough that they forced their way in. And it seems like that whole curse has just been like, the establishment, the actual like lizard motherfuckers don't like them and they've been like killing them. Yeah, you know what I mean? Conspiracy like, theories, he's coming fucking that John Kennedy is coming back. Um, but it is, it, that family's interesting, right? Because like I liked Robert Kennedy. If you, there's a really good doc, it's called Bobby for President.
president on Netflix. I suggest people check it out because I watched it like like drunk as shit. Like when I watched <laughs> it, I was like, and I was like, wow, this guy's so fucking nice. Like, and he seems cool. But then, like, you have he got shot just like his fucking brother, which is so crazy. Yeah. Like point blank range by Sirhan Sirhan, this guy that then claimed he was essentially under mind control. MK Ultra is the, is the conspiracy theory, but he said, he's like, I'm, I like, I don't know what I was doing. I didn't realize, like, uh, I, I don't think I did this. And he didn't fucking acknowledge it. And he said he was a, like a patsy essentially just like fucking um, the guy that the dude, the fucking murdered Kennedy. Like the first I mean, case. if you believe it was Oswald, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's interesting, man. Like, I think that, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I want to know more about Oswald. I've done, like, some research into that. And JFK was a fucking interesting cat himself, man. Yeah. He seems like he was – dude, people fucking loved him. He was one of those people that was, like, an actual fucking celebrity. Like, when my mom yeah. was a little girl, like, when JFK was president, and she yeah. fucking loved JFK. She would have blew him. You know what I mean? Like, no, and he had – like, people realize how he had health problems. Like, I read his whole book. I think most of it. He was in but, constant fucking pain. Constant pain. And he, the fact that he just went through these speeches when he was in constant pain, like, I give him respect, and I do think he was a good leader. There is shady things. Like, every politician, every I mean, person. apparently he was a goddamn rapist. Yeah. Like, he was, yeah, like, legitimately a piece shit. of shit and was, like, just full-on, like, full-on hold-down bitch raper. Like, a yeah. piece of shit. And I don't, I don't know, man. I, have you seen those fucking photos of uh, Nancy Pelosi back in the day, like, next to JFK? No. Oh, dude, check it out. Like, like actually, like, you should probably Google that shit. So this was JFK uh, when he was when he was president. Uh, actually, yeah, let's see. Yeah, pull that shit up and I'll yeah. fucking and we'll put it on here. So this is like, dude, I think this is when she was she must have been like an intern to the White House or she might have. Yeah, I think so. So she was like 20 fucking two. And so she's been in politics that fucking long. First of all, Nancy Pelosi was a goddamn fox. But uh, secondly, she definitely huh. got fucked by JFK. Do you did you pull it up? Yeah, I miss, it just showed me random pictures. Um, hmm. Say Nancy Pelosi and JFK. That's yeah, so I literally have uh, typed it. Okay. Fucking. I can probably pull the shit up. Let me see here. Crazy. I guess I could share my screen. My fucking big ass laptops in the fucking way. It just showed me a lot of fucking pictures. Just her holding up fucking awards and shit. How speaker receives down on Let's see here. Images. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Oh, there I, it is. Yeah. Hold on. So I'll, I'll pull it up. Let's see here. I think I can do this. I'm stupid. Yeah, I tell I'm you honestly, check so. out um Bobby for president on Screen Netflix. Share. I think you'll I think you'll like it. Check it out, watch it. It's like four parts. Um, it is crazy because at the time Robert F. Kennedy was uh the most filmed like politician president. For the time ever, so they got a lot of footage. Yeah, that's how. Uh, that's a photo I was looking at. Okay. Is he like Dylan or something? So that's that's young Nancy. Let's see. Where's so the picture weird. with JFK? There we go. That's her with JFK back in the day, dude. She was a fox back in the day. Uh, so crazy. Look at changed. look at JFK, dude. He's like, I'm going to rape this bitch after this. <laughs> and it is, yeah, and it's it sucks that like you know uh, I made a joke. 
Um, I was like, like fucking cut what two years ago where I was like, it's like all my fucking, all my idols are fucking predators. Cause I like Shia LaBeouf and stuff like that. <laughs> and, and Billy's like, well, it fits. And I was like, fuck you. Like, like, the shoe fits. And I'm like, cause I, it's just crazy. Cause nowadays, like people you idolize as a kid, you find out are fucking pedophiles and they beat a chick or like they have a horrible past. And it's like, I still like Shia LaBeouf. I don't give a fuck, but like, what did Shia LaBeouf do? Well, he was fucking mad. Crazy, I thought he was right? nuts. Yeah, but yeah, was he but was he raping? He was abusive, supposedly, to one of his girlfriends, which you don't really know in that setting with me too. And they can be like, "Well, he's rich, yeah. richer than I am." Well, um, I mean, he's like, a fucking crazy person. Don't he's date fucking, a crazy he's the person. The cop car. Being I mean, like, I'm gonna shoot you. As you want to? Yeah, I mean, as much as you want to, like, fucking blame like Mike Tyson, like with what's her name, like Robin Gibbons and shit. I'm like, oh, why yeah, the fuck yeah. did he marry Mike Tyson? Like, <laughs> you know what he is. Look at him. Yeah. He's a goddamn monster. I don't want to be near him. I don't want to be in the same room with Mike Tyson. Well, like, I respect people, right? the they shit out of him. Yeah. Like, pound for pound, he's like the greatest fucking boxer that has 100%. ever fucking lived, dude. But holy shit, is he a scary motherfucker. I'll fucking bite off your ear. I'll fucking eat your, the ch- kids of your kids. I'll and fuck shit. you, dude. You love me, faggot. Like, <laughs> like he's you... the craziest shit. Yeah. Dude, that one is my favorite. That my one is favorite's my absolute eat the favorite. Quizzy. I'll eat the kids of all your kids' kids or some shit like yeah. that. I'm like, holy fuck, man. I'm a monster. Do you know the one that I'm talking about where he's yeah. like in a press conference and this fucking dude is like saying some shit to him and he's like, yeah, dude. I love I'll Tyson. Fuck you too. You love me, faggot. I, I even watched his, uh, his, um, his latest, the last fight he did. I was like, and it was just funny because I said to my fiance, I was like, it's just two old men trying to fight each other. Like, Who was he fighting? Was- um, uh, fucking, why can't, th- why, what the fuck can I think of this? <laughs> the last one he just fucking did. Um, he was supposed to fight one of them stupid retards. Oh, uh, fuck. One of those, no, no, those uh, brothers. What the fuck are they called? Do you know who I'm talking about? Oh my God. This is going to fucking those YouTube this. famous dickheads. Oh, you know, you know he would get, they would fucking, they, they would get, get, oh dude. man. I hate those fucking dudes, man. Did he fight Holyfield again? Uh, yeah, that they talked it, about that. Oh, uh, Roy George, uh, Roy Jones Jr. That's who it was. Um, right? No, that was that it. Yeah, man, it's just like, what, did he? Is he fighting again? Dude, Mike Tyson is still scary, dude. Twenty twenty. Uh, yeah, that was it. Roy Jones Jr. I, I don't remember that shit. Yeah, that's got who be won. It. It, um, they fucking called it because <laughs> they're like they're just like both equally kind of going pound for pound, and then they kind of just called it because at the end it just it looked like two old men that were tired. Like, it, yeah. like I you still wouldn't want to get fucking hit by, but they're both kind of beasts. But like it's just like they're getting that age where it's just like they need a nap halfway through, like Joe Biden on the. Dude, like, <laughs> doc, though, I mean, there's something about Mike Tyson the way he looks at a fighter, like right when he's gonna do it. He fucking gets all loped out. Like his, his, mindset, his mindset, what he says about like yeah. what he goes through it's in like, his I'm head. I'm terrified. I'm frightened. I'm a fucking little child. I don't know what I'm doing. But as I get closer to the ring, I fucking become powerful. I become a god. You yeah, know, you're like, Jesus, like dude. Full blown. And it's pretty yeah. incredible to see his like energy and stuff like that. Like, I like, I'm a, like, I'm a fan and I wasn't, I'm not a big sports fan, never have been. You know, it's boxing is all. But boxing, I've always boxing. Yet. I was like my dad used to box in college, and now I'm getting more. I've I got more in the UFC. Um, we used to fucking take my dad's uh boxing gloves, like the old school, like '80s ones, and I had like an alleyway by my house, and yeah. 
for, we'd all box each other. And the thing is too, I would have like, we, I'd just be chilling and dudes would knock on my door asking for the boxing gloves. Cause they'd have like backyard fights, so to speak, but it was in this fucking like alleyway right by my house. And dudes would just go fucking. You could have been my neighbor, man. That's what we did. We were just a bunch crazy. of teen boys, like stoned and drunk. And we just beat the hell out of each other. So fun. have you um so to get into this, have you tried uh psilocybin magic mushrooms ever? Absolutely. Goo gobs, my I weight fucking, in them. Oh really? You had, t- <laughs> yeah. had a lot of psychedelic experiences? I've had some heroic doses of shrooms. What's the highest you've taken? Uh probably a quarter ounce. What? That's <laughs> fucking crazy. Here, let me get into so I've done them like a co- like I've done them a couple years ago, but I started more now kind of getting back into them. Um like I've did them a couple years ago with my my fiance for the first time. She didn't do has never done them before, right? So, I did them like I think once when I was like in my early 20s and then started getting more into them later on. And my buddy's like I I if, if I was freaked out when I was a kid about doing it cuz I started believing like reptilians pretty young and like weird strange alien shit and uh I saw one of my buddies like freak out. He thought a thousand hands were touching him. Like some weird shit so i was always like skeptical and then when i was like in my early 20s i was like oh let me try this shit and i enjoyed it and i just didn't do it and then I, me and my fiance did it and now recently there's a site in canada where i can get them from and it just mails to my house within two or three days and i've gotten <laughs> b pluses um i've got golden teacher last time this time i got blue meanies blue meanies are my fucking favorite by far so now i've been doing microdosing like every other day or like one day on two days off it's actually really helped but also i've been doing like fucking like large doses on the weekend so i'll give myself maybe a three four day break and i got a projector outside now and i'm such a fan of horror movies i was like last week we watched fucking the village outside while i was high on mushrooms and then i fucking freaked <laughs> out at the end of the movie because i'm like oh it all fucking adds up and it's an incredible <laughs> experience because i'm like that's a gnostic cult. film dude it's fucking weird it's like a cult it's a cult they're in a cult yeah. essentially. and then i'm like piecing because i've seen it before so i'm not getting deja vu i'm piecing all the fucking puzzles together and i'm like and then but that's us not realizing we're in a prison planet and that there's yeah. so much more out there yeah it's fucking or it's, even it, maybe the ice wall and the fucking oh, continents outside the unlimited fucking land it's fucking nuts because it, it does change your perspective and meanwhile like i, I was like i just tell my fiance i was like i don't tell you what i'm going through i was like i just kind of act as normal as possible because she's drinking because now i've been taking more where she hasn't been doing them really with me she's she wants to if we get away um but she's i'm getting used to them now where she's like doesn't want i think get too too mucked up where i like i'm like we're watching the village and it's like a big hundred like 100 inch screen and then everything around it is like fucking geometric patterns like that tunnel and then i'm like looking up the stars we're outside i'm like smoking cigars and all the stars are like connecting it's a crazy fucking experience <laughs> the last should- thing i want to do is interact with technology at all yeah i agree it, that's why i like being outside though because you can kind of yeah. like I can kind of like get in the zone of like watching a movie kind of thing. But meanwhile, we're like talking and I'm looking up the stars and then I'll go pee and I'll stare into the darkness for like so long. And then she's like, you coming back? And I'm like, yeah, just give me a second. This is like, yeah, yeah, dude. You know, actually I was watching a show. Have you ever seen the show Wilfred? One of my favorite comedy shows of all time. Dude, 
that was like that was like during the time in my early twenties when I was doing goo gobs of fucking mushrooms. And, and you would one watch night that? I'd like done a heroic dose and watched the entire series, and I was like, dude, that shit fucked me up for a minute. It's <laughs> it so funny. It's funny how so good. movies or things can fuck you up. Like, I've never seen the movie The Feebles because it's like- already a fucking like it, you're on a trip watching Wilfred. Yeah. Like, is he real? Is he not? Like, it was the episode where like he had to go back into that house to get like the doll or something. So like. He had to fuck that. Oh, yeah. He had to fuck Malcolm in the Middle's mom, right? And he had yeah. to like eat her ass and shit. It was so fucking bizarre. That it's such a crazy show, and like that's why mushrooms can change your perspective. And it's like pretty fucking nuts too, because like and I've never seen the movie The Feebles, and I guess it's like a fucking. I've never Peter seen Jackson. it. Either. It's a Peter Jackson film with puppets, and like I've I've never seen it. it sounds interesting because I looked up the. If you Google it, everyone Google The Feebles. It's fucking weird looking. And Anton's like, yeah, it was a really bad idea to watch this on mushrooms because it's like the one character is like a fucking Vietnam vet, but he's a puppet. So he has like all these like fucking PTSD trauma and shit like that. And he's like, it fucked with my, he's like, my friend looked over at me afterwards. We watched it because we were both high on mushrooms. And he's like, I'm sorry for that. Like I didn't. (laughs) Dude, I, I watched, I was like, I think I took a shit ton of edibles and I had smoked a fucking joint. I I had eaten some fucking mushrooms. Like I was oh trying God, to feel you did, good. You did fucking and then I was hanging out with oh, like I was, I was a teenager, dude. So like like I was hanging out with like a girl, and I was like, and like my mom was like, "Hey, let's watch The Exorcist." Oh, fuck <laughs> dude, no. that's what I, I watched do. the goddamn Exorcist like out of my mind, and I didn't want to be a pussy, so I was like. Yeah, let's watch it. <laughs> it's funny because it, you get caught in your mind, right? When I was in the village, like it, it, it felt like I was doing all the same thing over and over again because you get in that deja vu mindset. And then there's like those scenes where like the blind girl's like staring out of the forest, and it's such a big screen that I, like sh- her face looks like it's right in my face. And like there's some cr- like, and I really enjoy them. Like this, I get the stomach pains like actually pretty bad at the beginning. But once that loses, like we we watch the Brides of Dracula, this old ass like nineteen. 60s uh horror flick and it was like tripping me out because we're analyzing the whole film and my girlfriend's just gonna get like super stoned and then it will fucking kind of sit there and talk and it, like it makes you analyze everything fucking differently it makes you think differently like and you and i'm i think i'm funnier like more funny rather like, i'm making jokes that i normally wouldn't make it's such a crazy You're making connections that you normally wouldn't yeah it's and so you bad. have to have somebody on your same level because they have to be like able to make those same connections too, or else you sound like yes. a crazy person. And I, I was smoking a cigar because she doesn't want me keeping it too close. So I'm like, I'm like pulling my chair away. We have like these couch cushion things for like sitting outside. And then I was like rambling. And then I was like, "Can you? Are you listening to me?" She's like, "Kind of." She's like, "I I hear most of it and I laugh." And then because I was like, "Whoa, this is this." And then she's like, "You're just kind of." And I was like, "I feel like I'm in my own world over here. I got this huge cigar. Like I'm fucking Groucho Marx. Like." It's like crazy, and I want to know how. Um, how did you feel when you took the highest dose? Because how many grams was that? So you took what you say? Fucking, it was a corner ounce. So I know because we would have like eighths. That's like how we'd have it in bagged up. Yeah. So I took both bags. I took two fucking two eighths. So six six grams. So seven grams. Seven grams. Uh, three point. What is it? Is it three point five? Is yeah. Yes. So seven grams. See, I've done four, and I'm now pushing. I want to get to yeah. five. Um, how did, how did you feel on fucking seven? Well, dude, I see, I was doing this for a while. So like, I basically spent an, an entire summer fried out of my ass. Like, so like I was working like, uh, 
it was an interesting job. I was like managing this fucking a couple restaurants actually, and but like they were twenty four hour, they were like twenty four hour uh, like facilities. Like I worked inside of a major corporation where they had like they were producing microchips and shit, and so like it was a twenty four hour unit, and so like I had to keep these people fed. Like I ran the cafes inside of this giant mega corporation. And, um, yeah, it was a great job, man. And I was a young man and I was like fucking, you know, didn't have to sleep and just fucking did whatever I wanted. Right. So like, uh, so I was like a night owl dude. Like I, I ran the off shift. So I ran the night shifts and shit. And, um, so like on our days off when we had them, like we would just get fried as fuck and it's in the middle of the night. So like how we'd start our night, like my coworker, my best friend, actually, uh, we would fucking like take a shit ton of shrooms. So we take like how we'd start the night. Every night that we have off, we'd take an eighth of shrooms. Then we'd, ch- we'd chase it with two Four Locos. And then oh we'd jump God. on the train. So we'd jump on, like, the max, right? And we'd take us into downtown Portland. Oh, my and fuck, And that's how man. we started the fucking night, dude. And so, in like, we end up. Do where you're, like, that fucking Oh, in up. public, yeah, dude. And just, like, fried off our fucking nuts, dude. And we'd just have the blast, dude. We'd end up at this bar. It was, like, a this is when Dr. Who was less gay, but like we'd end up at this Dr. Who themed bar called the TARDIS room. And like, we'd be drinking Sonic screwdrivers and they did like uh, every Monday night they would do like karaoke. So like we'd get up there fried as fuck and do like karaoke all night. That sounds fucking crazy, but awesome at the same time. Dude, it was so good. Like I, like that summer. So I have to figure out what year that came out. Uh, Carly Ray Jepsen's call me maybe was like the that was our summer song dude and i would get up there and just belt it out i'd get girls like fucking dancing on fucking tables and shit like call me maybe yeah dude it was the shit like there's like a meme it's like hi i'm ted bundy uh crowbar it's just like the whole call me maybe fucking (laughs) fucking meme and it's crazy because like that's what i want to get to i would get my higher doses we're like i didn't I'm now experimenting with it where like I've done my girlfriend and like a friend back in the day, but now I'm using it like often and I'm really enjoying it, especially being outside. I've done it a couple of times. You just have to go, you have to not care and go savage dog. Like, have you ever heard of like, so this is a very Portland thing, but I know that it is spread out. Like it started in Portland. It's something called SantaCon. Oh fuck. That'd be crazy. So it's like, it's around Christmas time. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure they do. Big, big cities do this shit. Pub it's crawl. probably gay in Portland now, but it's a giant pub crawl where there's literally maybe like like five thousand people dressed up like Santa Claus Man, that like just hit these fucking, fucking bars. Yeah, and so I decided that was one of the times where I took a fucking quarter ounce of shrooms. Oh so I like I chewed <laughs> a quarter ounce of shrooms and I chased it with like a little like fifth of fucking rumple mints, and like that's how I started my fucking night, dude. Hundred proof <laughs> rumple mints. Jesus. And like that's fucking it, nuts. How do you not I get those like savage, holes dog. inside your head? Like where you just like just fucking brains on loops and shit. And I just have fun, dude. I, like at some point, like I'm I'm an adult now. I, obviously, I'm married, have kids. Like I don't like yeah. go hard like that. Like I used to, but like, dude, I was one of those guys that like. I would chug a beer faster than anybody. Like I, I still can. Okay. Nobody's chugged a beer faster than me. Like I, I'm one of those idiots who would just be like, I, I can do that. No, I'll do it. I'll fuck. Like it's that, funny that was just me, man. You grew up though. Like I'm just like <laughs> I'm not who I was when I was a teenager or in my early twenties. You know they say you every five years you're like it's a whole you're in a whole new part of life, and it's just like I when I especially now on mushrooms and you can analyze like you could say trauma or things you experienced when you were a kid that may fucked you up, and it's just like with mushrooms like. 
uh, I was listening to a, a podcast just all about psychedelics and stuff like that, and they were talking about how. And I was I actually just watched the psilocybin episode of um, it's called uh, How to Change Your Mind on Netflix, and they do like LSD and MDMA. We I just started psilocybin, and it's like they can cure like one guy kids. OCD was cured in one fucking mushroom trip. They yeah, put dog. A, no, it, it changed nuts, my man. life. Yeah, it definitely nuts. changed my life. I'll tell you a quick story real fast because, like, uh, I hope they never listen to this. So, <laughs> uh, like, it was that SantaCon. So that SantaCon, like, I did a fuck ton of shrooms, dude. Like, epic heroic dose fucking fried out of my gourd we're going to every single bar like we take the train to each fucking bar and we're how just like people having a wild like time so many people i look in the mirror and it freaks me the fuck out like how do you do i was just having a blast that? man oh, so crazy like i mean everybody's dressed up like santa claus everybody's yeah. fucked up everybody has lights on because like somebody made my costume like my outfit so it had like fucking lights i had a fucking santa, were you hat dressed on. Up like like, santa too yeah i was dressed up like oh santa, that for you sure. kind of were in disguise like because you'd like you'd be like i'm fucking blending in yeah, I know it was, it was fucking wild, dude. There's people like elves. There's also banana con. So there's like also like simultaneously like a, a couple thousand people dressed up in banana suits. That's and then there's cool. like all kinds of just it's just weirdos, dude. Portland before it got too fucking lame was fucking fun. You know what I mean? Like, I probably disagreed with these people on politics, but they were still weirdos and they were still fun. And like, yeah. we just have like casual fucking sex. Like I hook up with some fucking chick in the bar and be like. You want to go fuck in the bathroom? She's like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Yeah, you know what I mean? Wild. It was just a bunch yeah. of weirdos before there was like a bunch of like jab spike protein shit you had to watch out for. And like, they're all a bunch of weirdo. You know what I mean? Like, so we just had fun, dude. But like, so that night, like I was fried out of my gourd and, I, and I'm sitting there and I'm hanging out. So like my, my boss had invited me to go to SantaCon with him. Right. Yeah. So she's a lady and she's a lesbian and she has her current girlfriend there and her ex-girlfriend there and a bunch of her friends. And so like, I'm hanging out with a bunch of lesbians. Like we're down in Portland. I'm dressed up like Santa We're I'm fried out of my gourd. We're all fucking hammered, drunk, super stone, passing joints, acting like assholes. And then like, I'm starting like to like connect with these like ladies, like on a weird spiritual level. And like, these girls are like full on gold star lesbians. If you know what that is, like they've never been with a man before. And like, uh, and yeah. like, dude, it was the craziest thing. So I'm sitting there with like a group of like eight lesbians and like my boss is like over there getting drinks, hanging out with people. We just start making out. So I fucking start making out with her current fiance and her ex-girlfriend that they was like almost married to. And like all these other random chicks. And we were having this weird moment where like, I basically like, they invited me to go back to them, back to their house with them and fuck them all. And I didn't cause I was too fucked up. I was too drunk. Uh, I was like, yeah. Cause like how, yeah. Cause it, on mushrooms, you, I don't, you're not having sex. I'm, I'm not, I'm not having sex on mushrooms. I'm like, I'll like connect with them. We'll have these deep kind of like spiritual conversations. And like, I ended up like, just like making out with all these girls and dude, I, almost broke up my boss's relationship with their girl because she was like she was so upset the next day and i was like i'm sorry i didn't know what the <laughs> fuck i don't even know how to explain it like i don't know what i was doing I'm, it's i've got a penis i didn't even belong there like, like it, <laughs> it, was just just, it is weird because it, it does really change like your whole perspective on like well, everything. dude, because you're not even a fucking man or a woman at that point. You're a human. No. Like we're all like we're just, connecting, yeah. like on a spiritual fucking level. We all had this like weird, like intimate, like long fucking deep conversations, and we all like connected and like it was like, dude. I've heard stories. Like my homie told me the story about like how him and he had a group of friends, and they were all like they like they all do like heroic doses of mushrooms too. 
right? And they're all laying on this couch and they all are like simultaneously, they all just kind of like sit back like this and look up at the ceiling and they all have group sex like in, in their, their mind. mind? What? On the ceiling. So they're all on the ceiling and they're all just having this crazy fucking sex and they're all having this same hallucination together. They're all connected and they have this wild orgy where they just See, like fuck each other in every single way possible. And the next day, like each one of them was like, well, yeah, that was a fun night, huh? Yeah. And then they all just like, they all <laughs> finally <laughs> fucking talk about it. They're like, wait, you were there too? You knew that shit? Like, I thought I was just fucking you in my brain. Yeah. And they all had connected. They all, yeah, they all shared this fucking moment and they all fucked on the ceiling. Like mushrooms are fucking See, wild. That's fucking up. crazy. That's why I want to do like the higher doses. Are you watching that one where it's just like, I want to do like the whole thing of at least like I use them for fun, but also I want to use them for like spiritual meditation purposes where I want to wear like the blindfold, listen to music and just fucking let my mind go because yeah. it, it, there's this whole thing. I feel like Alex Jones talked about it where it's just like, it's almost impossible to like share the same trip. Like it's just, it, it, or at least proves that we should, consciousness because like they're talking about like an ayahuasca trip and like everyone saw the same elves and it was like 14 fucking people all tripping on ayahuasca and they all say saw the same elf creatures and then Al alex jones is talking about like he's like well how the fuck can, can that be possible how can you fucking share your like consciousness with all these fucking different people it's what i think it was when he was on Joe Rogan, and i was like what like it's so yeah fucking it's hard. wild dog no it, it like literally because like to me I think in our brains, like I actually had this conversation when I talked to David Icke, like we are all just these, like we are spiritual creatures that are convinced and like it's through our mind that we are all our consciousness. We have decided that we're physical, right? Yeah. So we're in this physical existence and it's us keeping us in this physical existence because we mass, like mass, whatever psychosis, we believe it. So, yeah. but it's like, if you don't, if you start to fucking question that shit and you start connecting in a different level, you can. And like, we, like, that's what his whole book is about. Like we, we had that, that talk cause we had a talk before his book came out and it's a very Gnostic idea about how this is like, like he basically talks about how we're like in a prison planet. Right. Yeah, and, um, and about how. Uh, the only way out. So he says that we just keep reincarnating. We had this, dude, it's a great conversation. Everybody wants to go back. I don't remember what number it is. I think it was like number 80, 88. I think one of those. Uh, I talked with David Icke. And so we, we talked about this and it's like, you have to vibrate. So he's talking about frequencies and about how like the, these evil fucking reptilians and these evil fucking pieces of shit, interdimensional monsters, they feed off of our negative energy. And so that's what they put out into the media. That's what they put out into the airwaves. They want us vibrating at these low frequencies. They want us scared. They want us angry. They want us to hate each other. They want us divided and they fucking feed off that energy. And that's how they fucking live. But if we decide to vibrate at a higher frequency, we, we, what we will change everything. Yes. It changes we'll change everything. everything. And like, so to me, that was a fascinating thing because like I made the connection with like how Jesus says, I am the way, the truth and the life. No yeah. man comes to the father except but through me and so i was like what if jesus is a frequency because that was like yes. that's the whole trap and so what if it's jesus like you have to vibrate at these high man. frequencies that's the fucking key that's yeah. how you escape this reality that's how you get through to heaven and so like it's not he's not saying it's like it's me but he's like you have to vibrate at love you have to vibrate yeah. at like you know at 
joy, peace, caring, compassion. Like you have to, and that's how you. And that's make what it out fucking that's what psilocybin does. And, and I've been a huge fan of David Icke for like you know 12, 13 years. He's the one that yeah, like I really love David Icke. Drew me into this stuff, and I just recently got three of his books, and they are fucking thick. And I'm going to the cottage tomorrow upon this recording, and I'm fucking gonna read. I'm gonna start with uh, the Children of the Matrix, uh, because yeah. it's fucking thick, though. Like <laughs> I'm gonna be reading like other books at the same time. I try, like I said to Anton on the one podcast, I do fuck. I have like uh, OCD when it comes to reading. I'll read some of this book, get like a certain amount in, then go to this book. It's almost like when you play video games, like oh, I'm done with this game. I want to play the next game, and then like I always go back and just reread stuff. Um, because like, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to read some David. Icke, then I'm going to read some fucking Bram Stoker Dracula. Cause like, I'm bringing a bunch of books and I've always like been super interested by his theories. And that's why Billy remembers is like, we're fucking working together. And you'd be like, yeah, the reptilians are fucking running a pedophile elite. And I was like, fucking maybe 20. <laughs> so, like just telling this kid while we're, while we're cooking. Cause I worked in a restaurant, like also kind of thing. And we're like working in like this bar restaurant. I'm like, yeah, yeah. The fucking government's all that's fucking funny, man. Reptilians. You and I have a lot in fucking common. Man. I know. That's, that's <laughs> And that's what like mushrooms are like something that has changed my life. And, and, and I'm going to, I told my fiance, I, I have an easy access to them. I get them shipped to my house and no problem two three days and I'm going to start using them all the time. And the blue meanies for sure. Are my fucking favorite. And it's just like, because they're becoming decriminalized and they're starting to use them for certain things is weed size to get edibles off of because Canada has legal weed, but this is like a site that's not legal because it's not through the government. So you're able to get like, higher dose edibles because you can only get 10 milligram edibles at the store and they're ten dollars it's fucking stupid because i made the point to uh one of the chicks at the dispensaries uh because the weed is decent and i'm always worried and i said that the chick i was like i'm sprayed with the government's fucking spraying on this shit and i don't Uh know what it is and and then i was like so they're gonna make it so oh when you're not allowed to have high doses of edibles but what because they think people are gonna freak out you're if you buy a 26er no people are gonna look in the mirror and fucking dude edibles to me are fucking wild like i've had there the, also can be like a psychedelic experience like man i've had what what the fuck is that you are faced with yourself you know what i mean like these like fucking these trips where because i mean to me edible marijuana dude is like psychoactive as fuck like i have straight up like it's not the same as taking mushrooms but it's a fucking they're psychoactive as I'll fuck tell you something like, after this. yeah and like to me dude they made me a better person and the same with mushrooms. Like I'll tell you a story about that later too. But like, like they make you uh, all the all the bullshit that your ego is hiding from you, all the shit that you just kind of put off to the side, all the shit that you're just like, I don't want to deal with that right now. It, it just good. takes that wall away, and you're fucking confronted with it. Oh man, it's fucking nuts. So I bought this. I thought it was I, we got a thousand milligram edible. Okay, I thought it was a bunch of different edibles in a puck in a package. Okay, where I thought like, okay, I can gauge it. It's one fucking edible that's a thousand milligrams. I'm used to like maybe like 150, 200. So me and my Did you fucking- take it? You might go, no, fuck, I'm not taking the whole thing. I would die. Like I'm like I felt like I was gonna. So we it looked like an ice cream cone. So we cut the tip of the ice cream cone and then cut that in half, and we both ate one. And my girlfriend's whole time she was like, "Okay, it's gonna be over eventually." Where I'm like so high, I'm uncomfortable as fuck, and every bad thought that I could have, I was having like everything about my life, and and it, it made me confront everything that I like that every bad thought that I've had mm-hmm. every bad thing that I've done to somebody it it, it is psychoactive it makes, that way. You, it makes make you confront peace with things. It, it makes you confront up. things well that's enough. the thing is like the people that say they have a bad trip it's people that are fighting it yes 
They're yeah. like, yeah, you and it's have just like, to, yeah, quit hiding from those skeletons in your closet. Take them out. You almost have to like look at them, deal with them. Like I had to like, it's like, it was like, yeah, dude, I was in the shower. So like, I was like, I was probably in like, I was like almost 300 pounds. I was like the heaviest I'd ever been. I I was diabetic. I like, I felt myself dying. Like my, and like, they was telling me like, look, you fat piece of shit. Yeah. Why don't you eat another fucking piece of pizza? Go drink some more beer. You fat cunt. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, like, you're going to die. You're killing yourself. Don't you feel it? Don't you feel yourself dying right now? And you know, and like, dude, so I was like, I was like, fuck. All right. So like, dude, that's, I like switched to a ketogenic diet. I like started doing intermittent fasting. I like, I fucking lost like almost a hundred pounds. I fucking uh, put my diabetes into remission. I fucking started going back to church. I started working out. I started like, dude, that's when I met my wife. Like that's like when I got my life together. And it was well, like, and I, dude, that's marijuana. That's what well, fucking I, happened. You know what I mean? It's I, like, I'm also like more, I'm more weight that I want to be right and everything like that. And I'm like, I'm eating the healthiest I ever have. Um, and the thing is, what my issue is, and I always joke about this, that I would lose 50 pounds if I just quit drinking because I just enjoy drinking. It's just something I do, and it's just like, but it's empty calories all the time. So I'm trying to curb it by using mushrooms and stuff, by doing a little bit of shrooms and stuff like that, microdosing. And uh, is the kid coming in the room? Yeah, the wife and kid. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, so like, and um, yeah, we don't need to be a little any too long. We've covered so many things. Uh, but like, you know, it's just, and I'm trying to better myself. And and mushrooms have helped me, and like weed has helped me. But now you got like you're, you just get you analyze things differently. Like, okay, I gotta eat better. I not I can't drink as much. I gotta do because I was someone who like binge drink like every weekend, like a full twenty sixer. Like bad yeah. shit, or it's just like an unhealthy amount. Well, dude, I was I was that fucking kid that'd be like, "Oh, you're gonna drink two fucking, you're gonna drink two forty ounces. I'm gonna drink three. <laughs> do that too. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'd be like, oh, "We play Edward Scissorhands. Have you ever done that? Oh, Edward Forty Hands. Forty Hands. You, yeah, yeah. You duct tape the fucking forties to your hands, and you can't oh, take so them off stupid. until they're done." Yeah, we're just so such dumb. dummies, dude. Like, yeah, we'd get in fights. We'd be, like, doing all kinds of – like, that was the biggest thing for me. When I was younger, I was a hothead. I was, like, my dad yeah. left. He was a heroin addict. He was in and out of prison. He was a piece of shit. So, like, I was an angry fucking kid. I had a chip on my shoulder. I was ready to fight the world. I was, like – I was I was looking for fights. I'd walk around and, like, fucking shoulder butt somebody. I'd be like, what? You know, that kind of asshole. Yeah. <laughs> that kind you of like thing. want stuff and to happen. And almost like I want, I wanted want to die. Pain. Yeah, you want the pain yeah, want somebody because like me. yeah, because you're you feel shitty on the insides, so you want to take it out on everybody else. Yeah, man. <laughs> it was it was a wild time, dude. And um so at that time is like when I started doing high level, high doses of fucking mushrooms, dude. Yeah. And like what I would start doing is like so like the train stops from like two AM to five AM. So there's like this three hour period where there's like you know what I mean? So, yeah. sorry, my kiddos in the back. So yeah, good. <laughs> it's all good. So, uh, so there was like this three hour period before like the train started so we could get home and shit. And so like, we'd be walking around and we'd still be fried and drunk. And then I'd see a homeless man, the same thing that I would just like walk right over a homeless person normally. You know what I mean? Cause I don't yeah. know if you know what Portland's like, but it's full of them. Yeah, I've, uh, I've heard. I've heard. <laughs> so like I would stop and I'd be like, Hey man, what's your name? And because I would just start to see the God in them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I every single person has like a, a spark of the divine. I call that the Holy Spirit. Like we have the Holy Spirit within us. And so yeah. I see the I see the spark within you, brother. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I appreciate we see that. that. Yeah. 
No, I see. I see. So, like, I, you're an extremely good dude, and it, obviously we have a lot in common. It is weird when you start to connect to people, and it, I always say it's, it's funny because we were connecting with this guy Aaron from First Class Horror, super big horror fan, and he's. We had a conversation for our Patreon episode where we just did. We call it Stranger Danger. We just do rant episodes, kind of like how your show is. I like, just go off on any topic because on Strange Brew we kind of stick to like one specific topic. We try. We have banter, but we try not to get too far off topic. But like, and you start to connect someone, you start. To realize oh fuck and then it's just like it kind of sucks because uh, a lot of the people i've connected to recently are in different parts of the world like anton and me are like best friends now and like literally best friends consider each other best friends love each other like we're like fucking best homies and he's like fucking in buffalo but with the the whole vax bullshit he's an hour and a half away and my mom is four and a half hours away i it's it takes quicker to get to him but the thing is with the stuff i might have to quarantine for two weeks because i'm unvaccinated so it, this whole thing of like you're not able to all these people you can connect with but you're not able to travel that's why i think they make planes so expensive they don't want people to really travel they want, don't want the people to connect and to everyone to realize that i'm a big fan of howard zinn where we shouldn't have borders everyone can should kind of live in harmony and peace together and an everyone should man. do mushrooms and everyone did mushrooms the whole fucking world would change i fucking yeah. highly believe that yeah man i mean i think that's i mean that's something that joe rogan has said i'm not like fucking breaking any ground but it was like if you got every world leader together and you're just yeah. like all right yeah. we're dropping a bunch of dmt you know what I mean? Yeah. We're dropping a bunch of fucking, we're doing a bunch of mushrooms. There's that dude and he said that every politician or every like person that's in power should do mushrooms once a year and they would probably be fucking different. It's like, true, man. Different. I don't know who said it, but like I'm saying it now. <laughs> I do. I think every single person, every single adult should do like a fucking heroic dose probably yeah. every six months as a fucking reset. No, that's and I've just, subscribed to that too. Where I like that, like, because I am now doing it more than any I think any other people do. But I think that my whole thing was like, okay, I'm gonna do it like you know two or three times a year. Now that I'm getting used to them, I enjoy doing like higher doses every other week and then microdosing in between because I I, I drink less. Um, I'm way more calm. I'm not as angry. I'm not as like low vibration. I'm higher. I'm, I'm happier. Um, and stuff like that. Cause like, you know, I work and live like everybody else. Like I work in a fucking, like a shop, a metal shop and stuff like that. And we build things and it's, 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 you know, it's, it's a good job. I make actually decent money, but it's not something I would, I, I it's not my dream job, but it makes me money. So, but the thing is you get in that everyday grind where it's just like, you know, I wish I could be doing other stuff. So I try to take my time that I have, cause you can always make more money. You can never make more time. So I was trying 100%, to that man. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to fucking realize that now. It's it's difficult, man, with like the way shit is getting so fucking expensive. Oh, Food is so, so fucking crazy, expensive. Dude. It's like you were absolutely tied to your job. Like dude, I got a fucking close homie right now that was like a big manager at a giant corporation and he just lost his job. He has a baby coming in like two, three weeks. He doesn't know what the fuck to do. It's you know what I mean? Because all these man. It's it is crazy and we'll, like if you want we can bring it to like somewhat of a close now but it is it is nuts everything is crazy expensive like we gauged it we went from spending probably literally like once a week uh, two years ago hundred bucks on groceries hundred maybe twenty or we, when we say the hundred we're now? like holy oh, fuck yeah. that's expensive and now it's like two hundred bucks every time two two fifty and we kind of it's just like. What like you can gauge how much things have gone up like it's just and you're like holy shit man and now they're trying to press out the farmers like I feel like 
the we're at a tipping point and like we're teeter tottering, if if you know what I mean. And it's it shit's about to fucking hit the fan. What and what I was gonna say to, while we end this, one of my favorite things about like one of my favorite quotes from David Icke is one where it's like the reptilians are using us, but they use like um, gloves, so they do like an interface where like it's like someone with radioactive material. But they have to have the gloves on, so they're kind of just out of our eyesight. But the other one is that it's like you're—they're building this stuff up. It's like holding a ball under the water, full of air, and eventually your arms get tired after all this time. And it's not like the ball comes up gradually; it fucking bursts out of the water. So like, it's just like they're pushing us so much, trying to hold us down so much. Eventually, it's just gonna burst, and yeah. or bl- blowing a balloon up until it fucking pops. Yeah. That's what they're doing. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. going down soon. We always win, you know. Yeah, people, the love win. and the love. And I believe him, but like he says, like love is the way. Essentially, like it will change everything. People just loved each other and just stop seeing the differences. Like, oh, you're black, you're white, you're gay, you're whatever. Like, there's some issues with all of that stuff. And there always will be. People need to look beyond some of this bullshit, though. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to mention the gay thing is just like, to me, like some, my very best friend growing up is gay. Like, yeah. and he's still my best friend. That's like my fucking homie. Uh, yeah, and Tom's uh, gay. So like, and and I, like I don't have a problem with gay people. I hate the fucking, how they're forced into like a political stance because they're gay and they're not, yeah. but they are like, it's like me, I'm a fucking beaner. I'm a spick. So like, I'm supposed to be Latinx. I'm supposed to be yeah. like whatever the fuck they want me to be. And I'm like, fuck you. I give them the middle finger, you know? And it's like, no, and that's, yeah, that's why Anton's different. So Anton is more or less like he's more conservative leaning now, but he doesn't also subscribe to really anything, but why he was kind of a liberal back in the days because they kind of like you were trying you to help to his community yeah they were trying to help and, and say like hey it's okay to be this way and i we've disagreed plenty of times in the trans issues because i that's is, is strange to me and i don't understand it and that's just me putting my opinion i don't get it like i just don't get this thing of like do what you want but don't make it and don't push it on to me um i don't that's do that the biggest with anybody thing for else. Me. It's like I'm libertarian yeah. as fuck on that issue, and I'll get some shit from my conservative or trad listeners or whatever. Like, dude, I have fucking – dude, I live in Portland. Are you fucking kidding me? I have trans friends. I have friends that are mm-hmm. fucking transitioning right now. And, like, I might advise against that to them because I think that they are actually dealing with a lot of fucking trauma, a lot of fucking yeah. issues. I think that, it, yeah, it's it's upstairs. There's some mental mental health issues going on. And, like, it, it just so happens that every trans friend that I know is actually fucking nuts. Yeah, they're yeah. fucking crazy. But here's the thing: is like that's okay if you want to do that. I be- I'm one of those people that actually believe in bodily autonomy. I think that you own yourself. 100%. You have the you have the right to fucking end your life if you want. I yeah, don't want yeah. you to because I love you, but you do. You own yourself. If you want and to turn so, yourself into a dragon and like morph your fucking face and yeah. tattoo I'll it, still why love do I care? You. Why but do I care? The, my like, issue is when they're pushing it on the young, yes. unsuspecting fucking kids that don't know shit. They don't know I anything agree. about life yet. And then they're trying to push this shit on kids. I'm like, no, you're a fucking predator. You're a fucking monster. And yeah. fuck you. And, and to me, it goes back to depopulation. I'm, I'm going to put out an episode probably tomorrow. I don't know. I, I'm bad about putting my episodes out. But like I, ta- I was talking with Charlie Robinson. We were talking about like fucking depopulation agenda. And like we were talking a little bit because he just put out an episode on uh, I know what you're, yeah. Henry 
Henry Kissinger, right? So we were right. like we were discussing that Henry Kissinger stuff that he was putting out, but like the depopulation agenda, dude. I I see the trans movement as a depopulation agenda yes. too. They're like they're they're like attacking us on all fronts, and they want our kids to sterilize themselves. They want our fucking population the, the to not hormone grow. Blockers or whatever the puberty yeah. blockers are extremely bad. They're not reversible, dude. And like they just came out and said that like, hey, actually this causes a lot of health problems. They'll probably give you cancer and kill you. And then, but like our doctors are still like, well, whatever, kid, you know, kids and, and, can and still fucking know, take like, them. And in, uh, in uh, tr- I think it was Toronto during the Pride, there was a, a kid. He was four years old, oh, uh, always wanted Christ. to be a boy, and they did a fucking gender reveal party for this four year old that was a girl and wants to turn into. And they blew off the fucking blue smoke, and it's the child's already existing. Like it's just, and, and then they just want to be turned into. But it's just a fucking strange thing to me. And like Anton is one of the co-hosts, and he's gay, and we have different disputes on this because he he has trans friends and stuff like that. I just don't understand it and the thing is i don't care if you do it but don't push it into the school system or on to me uh like i will have conversations and debates about it but i'm always gonna be like i believe in biology i'm sorry i fucking do i can't help it i have a penis and people have vaginas and that's the, the way, way canadians say sorry that's <laughs> fucking, I can't, you know, like, sorry, eh? It's just like fucking, it's retarded. It's just like, I don't like that's such a hot topic, and I know it is, but everyone has their own opinion. And our whole thing on like Strange Brew is everybody love everybody, take nothing seriously. And then mostly it's just like, do what you want, whatever. It is what it is. You do what you want. Just don't fucking force it on me, man. I'm not going to scream oh, yeah. at you about reptilians in the middle of a fucking street, like, if, unless you really want me to. <laughs> <laughs> Well, man, this was a hell of a lot yeah, of fun. Fucking uh, awesome conversation. Yeah, we'll have to do it again, man. And uh, sure, you want to tell sure. you want to tell my audience again where they can find you and all that fun stuff. Yeah, honestly, we're on all podcast platforms. Uh, we are doing more video content too, so we're at Strange Brew Podcast. Um, it's based on an old uh, comedy sketch group. If if any American or anyone around the world is listening, and you picture the typical Canadians with the toques on and the plaid, smoking cigarettes, drinking beer, uh, we took it from Bob and Doug McKenzie, which is the Great White North. So essentially, but yet now we have you know like hosts from fucking um, you know the states and stuff like that. We're kind of mixing it up a little bit, but we you know you can find us on all podcast platforms on YouTube if you want to watch videos. We're showing pictures. We're talking about serial killers. And conspiracies and uh if you're a fan of halloween we have a fucking bunch of crazy ass episodes coming up for the halloween season hell yeah man okay, well i appreciate having me on man it was a blast hell yeah man i appreciate you as well this was a lot of fun i'm gonna hit the outro later yeah. brother